1: up everyone it is friday night it is week two of self-isolation so we've got comics for you we finally read some comics we don't really have much wrestling but we have the big march madness tournament don't we Fred?
2: Mm-hmm. we do have that and we're here with your comic book task force that it would be <laughs> us right <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> we got comics today i got my last box of comics man probably for a while they're next week they're the comics that came out this week so we're there for next week's show but that might be yeah. the last new batch of comics we get for a while
2: I, I think that they're saying it could be for six weeks possibly up to six weeks
1: wow we were talking about how many series are on cliffhangers mhm
2: there there's quite a bit of them but don't i mean um i think we'll still be able to find things to read because um oh. i know like you have some more that you still can catch up on and mm-hmm. then I believe both of us have Comixology app, right? Yes. So there's other books that we can indies we could dive into as long as it's unlimited. Or if we wanted to buy something as well that we haven't read. So I mean, we can still do comics.
1: Oh yeah, we'll be fine. And I told you I my D C behind I mean that's not for the show, but I have enough D C to keep me set for the rest of eternity that I'm behind on. I can just read that, but yeah, indies. I, I'm set. I'm set. Mm-hmm. I'll be all right.
2: Which DC do you like more, the comics or the um, DC here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the comics. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, I do like the comics. Okay. I'm not going to get into which ones I'm liking and which ones I'm not. We're not going to go there and have a fanboy rant. But yeah. not, let's just say this wasn't the best year DC's had. No, it, it wasn't.
2: That. I mean,. I hate to say it, but I feel like once they brought Bendis over, it kind of went downhill. I mean, and people might think that I'm bashing on him and stuff, but it's just not my style. I mean, they they gave him the universe, and it's kind of like I would uh, say it's like um, Bendis is the Vince McMahon of comic books.
1: <laughs> wow, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. But I see. It. But it's funny. Before he made the switch, I was reading his Defenders. I was mm-hmm. reading his Miles. I was right. reading his um, Jessica Jones. Those were all comics I was enjoying very much. Right. Um, so it just, I don't know. He just, for me, hasn't got the essence of no, I the totally DC get characters.
2: It. I totally get it because, um, I mean, uh, my favorite character, as you well know, is uh, Superman. And um, let's just say that I dropped off it right, real quick because it wasn't like the Rebirth or the prior, you know, the new 52 or, you know, previous um yeah. writing. It was just different. I don't I don't know. Like I don't know, it's it wasn't for me. But I still yeah. like, you know, I, I still read like the Scott Snyder stuff, um, occasionally, like and you know, that stuff. But
1: Yeah, I'm pretty loyal to Snyder. I'm pretty loyal to Tinian, King. Those are probably the big three. Um I read mm-hmm. Priest all the way to the end of um Death Those are probably the big ones for me.
2: Yeah. And then after they got rid of Ben Percy off of um Nightwing, I was uh, I think that's about the time that I jumped off the of DC. I was like, okay, if this is how it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I would agree with you. Percy was a big loss um Tom, um Seeley was a big loss. Seeley's mm-hmm. not there anymore. Um Humphries is there, but I think he's a little wasted on um Harley Quinn. He should have a bigger book, but that's just my opinion. So.
2: Yeah. But this isn't a DC podcast. We're no, we went off. It's a comic podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, so did you get to read a lot of books this week?
1: I did get to read towards the end of the week. I did not so much the beginning of the week. Um, and remember last week, my books took were late. So I had two weeks worth of comics to jump into. Um, just a few from last week. And then a whole lot that came for the week before. So I don't know what to start with. Let's see. Um, Bitter Root was really good again i'm not telling anybody anything new it's an incredibly looking book um there was a nice little historical um nod to a real life person um mixed in with the mythology and and they went a little native american on us this time um they introduced a character that um is native american and sees the uh jindu as well they call him something else but she's also able to see the spirits and the demons and the different Mm -hmm. things she was a pretty cool character yeah it's it's a really cool you have to kind of pay attention because it's jumping a lot through timelines right now like okay 10 years ago oh present time oh five years ago and so you kind of got to keep yourself organized on okay what time period are we in right now so they're doing a lot of flashbacks i guess but it's a good book
2: yeah, I still have to. I think I still have to read that one. It's in my pile, but I didn't get to it. Or no, I did get to it. You're right. I know I, I did get to it. I just didn't stand out uh, for me. I don't. I don't know. Um, when I read that book, I I I prefer that book in trade form um, mm-hmm. because it flows so much uh, better. Plus, we read so many books um, weekly. Um, and one one book for me that we hadn't read in quite a while uh his bad reception and I read issue number four and um man this book kinda reminds me of um first of all let me say that it was my favorite character in this book. He's kinda like like a cross between like I would say Connor um McGregor. Like he Mm -hmm. he says he like like what the folk like he's like Folk like all the time and I even I tweeted that to Wando and I'm like that's how I picture him when he's uh who he's based upon and like he liked it and he subtweeted and was like yeah you're fucking right like he wrote that like, <laughs> so i mean i think that's why i'm saying yeah he's based on connor mcdavid but um yeah this book for me like it's it's basically like uh what did you say like like scream in a way yes. they're trying to figure out like who's the killer and then it's, it's a based-
1: slasher for sure
2: yes and it, and it's based upon like finding like they think the trend is because whoever has the most followers on social media that's the pecking order that they're going to be taking out and yeah. um I, I like the book a lot and what i like about it the most is that wando does everything in this book and i mean everything from the art the writing and the lettering he does it all and it's probably why it took forever because he's <laughs> also doing um like the new the the current run of dark arc he does the art for that one and he's doing strayed correct Yes, mm-hmm. so I, I like oh it's Straight's done
1: but still yeah
2: right but he was doing all three of these books mm-hmm. at the same time yeah but yeah it's a, it's a it's a fun book it's been quite a while since it's been out for me at least it's it's something that I'm into because I you know I compare it to Scream and I watch Scream because of Matthew Lillard because Matthew Lillard's my dude
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's your spirit animal yeah. yeah
2: well no that's probably sure but he's right up there. Oh man, you need to
1: upgrade. Ellard's better.
2: (laughs) Well, he is winning me over with that good girls TV show.
1: There you go. Yeah, I like the book too. Um, I think this was the issue that really solidified it for me that it's a slasher film because before that, it felt more more like a murder mystery, like you're trying to like okay, which one of these characters is really evil and is killing all of them, and there still could be that element there, but we definitely have like a big like Jason. you know, from Friday the 13th type vibe character now. That's like hunting them down. There is yeah. definitely the the crazy psychopath slasher guy after them now. So
2: who do you who do you think it is? Who's the killer?
1: Uh, the best friend, maybe. Yeah, the, the one best friend that,
2: I, that the the one that's been living off the grid, right? Like she's yeah. not and has social media. I'm thinking it's her too.
1: Yeah, I think. But because how is she jealous?
2: But is she strong enough to take out Yurik? Like, somebody has to be helping her. Yeah, someone's helping stuff.
1: her. There's definitely a monster that's been unleashed on this. That's what I mean. That's not just like a whodunit and somebody's kind of... There is a legit, like, monster involved, too. But what yeah, if it's, like, her friend or her brother or she hired him or something? Who knows?
2: Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, <sighs> we be have a long wait. At least maybe six weeks to find out.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> What else did I read? Let's see. Uh, Reaver's back. They changed the artists. And I told you that kind of threw me for a loop at first. It took me a minute to get into it. So it's a combination of a changed artist, and it's all new characters in a different place until the very end when one of our old favorite characters shows up like a real badass <laughs> and throws that dagger at the guy. You know what I mean? Um, you know who I'm talking about. The little...
2: Yeah, the skin eater. Oh, was it... That- reka Recca, is that her name
1: rebecca. yeah i think so uh-huh and um oh the artist you mean yeah the artist rebecca isaacs that's no, who's no, not no, all i'm longer.
2: talking about the um the the little one the...
1: oh, i don't remember her name right uh, now
2: i'm i'm looking up right now
1: and i know you didn't read reaver this week you read it the week before but you said yes. you wanted to save it you didn't want to spoil it for me so that's why i wanted to bring it up because It was really good, but it just, I told you, it took me a minute. You know, sometimes when you change artists, it takes me a while to get back into the flow of the book. Because you get used to one one artist's um, interpretation of the characters, and then they're different. And it's not that the art's bad, it's just different.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think the point I made to you was like, it's kind of like when DC... After a story arc, sometimes they switch over, like, the art team and stuff like that. And it takes them a little bit to get back into it. But, um, yeah, the character's name is Rekala, Oh, okay. Uh, but, yeah. And also the the guy character in the beginning, he was in the last issue. But it he's almost a little drawn different, though. That's mm-hmm. why it's hard to, like, remember him. But then, ah. like, the little kids and, like, the world that they, they go to the city, those are all, like, new characters. And I'm still into it. But, as you said like it's a little hard to get back into um with the uh, the art, but what I really miss, like you pointed out to me was like the colorist um alex alex gumarez mm-hmm. um who was coloring, and he also i think he colored for like bone parish and a few other books and i I just like his color style his color scheme like stuff pops and stuff, but this is more. It's kind of darker, don't you think? Like, yeah, it's more like
1: I think this one's a little more painting, and the other one was a little more traditional comic book art. Maybe I don't.
2: Yeah, because the last issues felt like it was more like a, um, like a Lord of the Rings style of uh, like book, right? Like mm-hmm. That's that's or like Dungeon and Dragons things like this. And this kind of feels like I'm I'm watching like Vikings on the History Channel or something. Mm, I see <laughs> what
1: you mean. I got a lot of Game of Thrones too. You like it. the little the little orphan kids reminded me of the little birds what they called the little orphan kids and
2: oh yeah yeah um, no th- that part to me kind of reminded me of um oliver twist
1: mm, yeah you
2: know like when they go back and they're they're all around that one guy in their are pickpockets and all that stuff and mm-hmm. uh, joey can tell us the name of that because uh side note joey was oliver on a broadway play <laughs> he had the lead don't let him fool you he can uh-huh. sing
1: Oh, he can sing. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Well, we know what we're going to have to bring up later.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oliver Titty Twister. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, you know, we got to lighten it up a little bit. So I've been researching some uh, jokes and stuff and, um, you know, comic Uh book jokes. So here's one for you. It might be inappropriate for some, but, you know, whatever. I mean, the times are tough right now. We need to laugh a little. This is based upon a comic book. It, it goes a little something like this. I'm gonna. Uh, one second, <laughs> shoot. Joker's car is all right, but I'd rather ride his Harley.
1: Oh, the uh, <laughs> you, you weren't there. That didn't get over. Uh, never mind. Um,
2: that other joke was better. The. Um,
1: no, I like that one.
2: The Aquaman one. <laughs>
1: no, I like the I like the Harley one.
2: It, it I just like took a second to get. The-
1: it took a second for me to get it.
2: Who who does uh, Aquaman ask When he needs help Or who does Aquaman call when he needs help
1: I don't know who does Aquaman call Michael Phelps uh, That's not that
2: good That's not as
1: good as Gong (laughs) (laughs) Why
2: did Aquaman flush the toilet
1: Um he took a big turd I don't know Because it was
2: his duty Get it duty (laughs) 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 Never mind. Anyways It's all about delivery and timing. I got neither. Oh, man. Well, I'm
1: going to try to make it funny again by talking about a comic I read that's called Die, Die, Die. They came back from a break and holy shit is this comic inappropriate and hilarious at the same time. It's offensive and I love every moment of it. If you are somebody who read original preacher, original the boys, this is right up your alley. The characters are inappropriate. They're dirty. This thing is violent and bloody, and it's just, this is just. Oh, I love this book. <laughs> I really do.
2: Well, plus, they I, that book they make like a, a old old man balls joke, like um, like how much they hang over yes, the Yes. Uh huh. Which reminds me, I used to tell guys when I was um managing and stuff, doing the um the the managing aspect of a trainer within uh, the Midwest and stuff and I would you know it would be like um January first and I'd be like we would be talking about like getting over older and stuff and I'd be like, yeah my balls drop like Dick, my balls have been dropping uh lower than Dick Clark's on uh New Year's <laughs> Eve. Something to that effect. But um yeah. You you know what I mean. I mean they almost touch water. Uh <laughs>
1: oh my God.
0: Yeah, saying. this book
1: is great. They, there's a scene with a bunch of senators, and there's this young Latina senator that totally has got to be based on um AOC. There's no doubt about it. And she's proposing some kind of new experimental drug that shoots some kind of something, like fertilized egg up the man's junk, and so the the, ba- the man gets pregnant instead of the woman. And basically, there's a whole like running joke about dick babies, and oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you like the unappropriate humor, check out Die Die Die. It's um, it's Kirkman and Gimble, the guys who brought you Walking Dead, the TV show. Um, yeah, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, for um, a book that I read this week, um, Something Killing the Children, uh, number six, is still like one of the Better indie books currently, um, and what I like about it is like Erica Slaughter, I feel like we're gonna get the backstory of her origin story real soon, um which was really cool, especially towards the end when they go to her home. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. I also like the dialogue that he's creating for these kids when they're just little back and forth and stuff, and it seems like the kid that's based upon James. It's getting a little more lippier too, so I'm kind of liking that, too. Like, he's coming out of his shell a little bit. So uh, uh, I'm still enjoying that book. Did you have a chance yeah, to Yeah, I did. That it's one?
1: starting to have really, like you said, the kids, that Stranger Things feel. A uh, lot more focus on the kids. But Erica Slaughter's still the star, without a doubt. And we're going to find yeah. out her backstory, basically. I, I don't know if that's her brother or uncle or who's that coming to get her, in essence.
2: Yeah, I don't know. They didn't. Um,
1: it kind of insinuated they, like she might
2: be adopted too. Possibly. Yeah, I could that see last that. Last
1: panel with a picture and that, um, mm-hmm. like the comment that the older woman makes.
2: Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. One other book that I read uh, was Over the Ropes, uh, issue number four, mm-hmm. which a friend of the show, Jay Sandlin, writes. We get a lot of backstage politics, and that's what I like about it. Um, I feel like he's. I think I tweeted towards it. At him that he needs to be. If this doesn't work out for him, that he should be writing for a wrestling promotion.
1: Oh man, but then he'd have to because, work for the WWE. Don't wish that on him. Well, no, there's no I writers mean, at AEW. It, like,
2: how about NWA? That's close for him, yeah. right? Atlanta, isn't he in Alabama? That's true. That's not that that's far. True. He
1: could do NWA. I didn't think of yeah, that. Yeah, I
2: see because I, I I see a lot of that stuff in this book, and um, I think that's what I like about it so much is like the um, this was basically like you got a backstory of phoenix that's when they were in mexico you got a little bit of that and then you got a little bit of um you know like his uh basically like his adoptive father it's he's not even related to him right no older...
1: i think he's the guy that trained them but it, he's kind of like the and he
2: kind of like raised yeah. him and it, it told like why he um you know turned on him and things like that and i I liked all that like the, all the swerves and stuff and i I wish that we weren't going to through the things that we're going through currently because I really hope that number five comes out.
1: Yeah, that's another one that's right there on that, like, left us on a cliffhanger. But it was cool, yeah, like them having that meeting in the closet. Okay, this is what we're going to do. You're going to turn on him mm-hmm. and you're going to do this. And yeah, it was pretty fun. And I liked the way he, total sting, total sting how he comes yeah. back to Phoenix Will Rise. He, he's got the bat. He's coming out to the music. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here comes the stinger.
2: But it, but did you feel like it, it was like Sting, but also a little Daniel Bryan-esque? Because he kind of won the fans over and they were chanting for him over and over and over again. Like, Even though the company is against him, they mm-hmm. were for him. And they were, it was like his yes movement.
1: Yeah, I see that. I could definitely see that. But I was thinking that WCW Sting when the NWO was at its right. height and Sting is coming in.
2: No, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think he took a little of each and just blended it. Blended it as because well. he does look like Sting a lot.
1: <laughs> definitely, hey, it's a good comic though. Definitely, that's the wrestling and um, comic book connection we have this week. Yeah. yeah. What else did I read? I read the heist, another one that's leaving me on a cliffhanger. But oh, the little kid in heist this week was hilarious, man. You know, yeah. they give him a gun to go on a mission. And he accidentally freaks out and shoots himself in the leg. And it's like a trank dart. And it, it knocks him out. and He's having dreams and stuff. That was funny.
2: Yeah, that book, like a lot of people are sleeping on that book. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think, like a lot of people know about it. But the the writing in that book is so clever. Especially, like, if you like little smart comments, hit back and forth, like the dialogue. This book always gives it to you. And it's it's done so well. I feel like, you know you know the characters and stuff like it's living like the pages come to life with uh his writing style. isn't that Paul Tobin mm-hmm. or something?
1: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Those were the main ones I read this week that I hit. I mean I read a lot more, but those are the ones that really stood out. Did to
2: you me. did you did you read uh Alienated I did
1: read Alienated. Um Alienated was good. Um I think it's darker than I expected it to be right <laughs> a little bit maybe <laughs> and I hate to say it but the one kid um, now I can't remember his name but the blonde haired kid that starts the, the the comic the one who does the blog show I think uh-huh. he's the he's the bad guy of this comic I really got that vibe oh. like he's that other kid when they're they're doing the like little recording they do at school in their audio-visual oh. class there's another kid that tries to talk to him and he's like ignores him and blows him off in his head. He's complaining about the other girl that she's like all self-absorbed. And I'm thinking, actually, you're pretty self-absorbed, dude. And I think I'm telling right. you, I think he's going to lead everything off off the cliff into a bad place. It's it seems like it could be or
2: maybe like the aliens are actually affecting him to act that way. Maybe, maybe. Um, because he was latched on to him the first, he was the first one that he was latched on to. And then he moved to the Sammy girl because they're all named Sammy somehow. Like Samir, Sammy, Sammy. Yes, Samantha. Everybody's the same. Um, That's it. He's Samuel. I I mean, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's the white (laughs) kid. And then at the end, his mom, you come to find out his mom's researching like what happened to this lost kid because she's a, she works for the police department um she's wearing a cop uniform and i was like oh it's about to get real like this book went from like kind of like a breakfast club feel Mm -hmm. to like kind of like then it introduced some aliens and now it's becoming like a crime noir so i'm like wow this is pretty good yeah there's some (laughs) darkness there yeah no definitely um speaking of darkness i i I got a couple books that you did not and it's by uh um upshot and that's a it's a new imprint um former like marvel employees that they started this uh imprint and i've read hotel by john lee's and if anybody knows who john lee's is he's uh he's the dude that did a uh, mountain he's also done Sync, um and this is this is a horror book and it, the artist is uh i don't want to butcher his name but it's a uh, Delabor uh Telagic. um Hopefully I said that correctly. He follows me. I I know he's done work for Aftershock and things like that as well. And this book was uh, really, it's like a one shot. Like each issue, it seems to be just like Sink and Ice Cream Man of a story that happens in the hotel. And John Lees had said to, uh, in my tweet, that each one will be intertwined. And it's only going to be four issues. So it's, re- it's really intense. But the, the, his writing and the art... Like, it becomes a story between a pregnant mom who kind of, like, she's pregnant and she's in an abusive relationship. And then this demon child kind of tricks her. And this, this demon child comes out of, like, it's from the hotel. And she thinks her baby's talking to her, but it's it. And then the, the abusive, um, the guy that, uh baby's daddy, I guess, uh <laughs> comes after her. He gets what's coming for him, and then it's all crazy. It's a it's a good book. Sounds like um, some
1: American horror story stuff there.
2: Yes, and and then there's one more book that they imprinted um, that I read this week, and it's by Jason Starr, and it's called Red Border, and this takes place at the border of Juarez in El Paso. Oh, I thought
1: it was going to be a um, Russian book. Interesting.
2: No, and, and and in the beginning of the book, you see like these people in Juarez, Mexico. On the cartel is coming after this this family because she ratted on this guy well where this book goes is they're trying to cross the border and this hillbilly redneck dude shoots all these cartel dudes that show up after them right oh, wow. but he's kind of crazy looking <laughs> and they get in the truck with him after and that's where this leaves off and he said wait till you meet my family now, I don't know about you, Andrew, oh, but Redneck man. scared the shit out that of me. That sounds like Because a... I have I have seen Deliverance, and I know you got a pretty mouth and <laughs> stuff like that, where that comes from. Um, I'm
1: seeing Rob Zombie you know, again. I'm seeing like 100 no, corpses I definitely and shit kind of thing.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. This It kind of feels Texas like Texas Chainsaw and, Massacre? Uh, yeah, it could be something like that. I mean, don't get in the fucking truck, <laughs> but they got in the truck. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm screaming at my book when I see it. But this book is like, you know, it's it's got a lot of um, violence in it. There's some nudity because the cartel leader dude is banging some chick and he tells her she's worthless and stuff and send her away and stuff. It's total arrogance, you uh-huh. know, like some kind of a cartel leader would do. And um, this as well is only four issue run too. So I don't know if that's a thing with their books is that they're only going to do four mm-hmm. issues.
1: I don't know a lot but about them. But it was them. pretty
2: good no it's this is their first books i know um benjamin percy has a book coming out i think next week but we can still get them because their publisher said you can buy them and um they're going to d- release them in digital okay next week i wonder so, uh,
1: if i can still get a hold of the ones i'll have to do some research maybe directly uh, from they, them they, i
2: think i Yeah, I think they might be able to because I'm interested. They have two other books. One's a Benjamin Percy book, and he's writing about zombies because we know um, before Percy did DC, he was a horror novelist. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what he did, and I have a few of his novels. I just can't think of the the names right offhand. But, um, yeah, I was into it. Uh, It was different. The art is really nice. And the books, it almost looks to me – like they're trying to be like the valiant. Like it looks like Valiant oh, wow. More.
1: That's high praise.
2: Like it's that good. That is that is, it's really I I mean, I'm impressed by the two books I've read of from Upshot.
1: Yeah, that's something I didn't even I haven't even heard of it until right now, you're bringing it up. That one kind of shot past me. I didn't hear anything about that, so I'm gonna have to look into it, that.
2: It so you're saying an upshot past. Yeah, upshot it?
1: past me, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the other book I forgot that shot. was really
1: good But I don't know if I want to talk about it Family Tree That book was excellent
2: <laughs> Why don't you want to talk about it It's Jeff Lemire I mean you know it's already it's good like
1: <laughs> Jeff Lemire knew what was going to be going on this week and shit It's like how did he see that did In he, his crystal Canadian crystal ball up there Like through the snow globe He was like okay we're going to need this Maybe book. it's
2: because in Canada They don't have fake news <laughs> I don't know
1: yeah, maybe, but damn, that book was, wow.
2: Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Those damn socialists, they know what's going on From out there. From the
1: first, first, you know, little <laughs> word block of him, like, talking about what's important and how we don't pay attention mm-hmm. to you know and seeing the forest for the trees and oh man
2: yeah it starts with the like the interaction i think from the first very first issue where the mom and the old man has the interaction where he's like selfish and he's complaining about her stuff and the things like not knowing like noticing the things that are important i get what you're saying because right now we need to deal with and notice what's important for us as well as during these times. So yeah, because yeah, all... the book's a lot about yeah. family,
1: obviously, and yeah, I don't want to give a spoiler away, but yeah, something happens to the major family. You know, something pretty serious, and yeah, like about like paying attention to what's important before you lose it. You know, so
2: yeah and then the book kind of pivots and gives us a plot twist that they're going to take it somewhere else and issue uh is it
1: six I think it's six so this was five was this five yes so it is. Six. I, yeah. I just
2: looked at it yeah it's uh it's definitely i mean i don't know jeff has a way with like his writing that he plays with your emotions and are you know as a like he pulls on heartstrings we've seen it in like dr star although i think they renamed dr star um did you notice that that they renamed those books? i didn't yeah, I just looked at it. I think it's like Dr. something with an A, huh. like a new last name, but maybe they they got sued. I don't know. Hmm. So maybe our books, if you still have those, are um, have look worth more. <laughs> but um, yeah, he has a way to pull on your heartstrings, whether it's like Royal City, Family Tree, even like, um, like Black Hammer University kind of does that. I mean, uh, uh, just the universe in itself, not just the Dr. Star books. But uh, yeah, he has a way with that. But um, I'm glad that you brought up like family tree because uh, I just read issue two of Bang by Matt Kent.
1: I can't read that. I couldn't find one. I'm where, I'm gonna trade. Wait. Oh man,
2: you are so messing out oh. because you know even this is high praise for Matt Kent. And I'm sure he listens to us because uh, I think him and Ronnie know. You know Ronnie has connections, so maybe Ronnie tells him to listen to us. Um, listen to this quote on the cover. It says, "If you effing love this comic, or no, let, let's start that over. I effin' love this comic. It's literally everything I want out of my favorite creators. This is how you make comics, Prime Michael Bendis. Well, Bendis, you should probably read your own words. But anyways, um. <laughs> This book, this book is amazing, man. Uh, there's so much things that, like, Matt Kent, like, I'm finding, like, I've been reading a little more of Matt Kent lately. Um, whether it's Mind Management or um, Grass Kings, i actually just looked at it, the trade sitting on my table here. Um, this, like, it's still, like, based upon, the, like, the book stuff that we talked about in previous issues or episode, where he's, like, these are characters based upon books. But now they're meeting other characters and moving along, so it seems like they're creating like a a team of these characters, gotcha. which is cool. So it's kind of doing like the folklores thing, but to a different level. So I think he's just you know adding like the folklores element to like his spy element because we all know that he writes good spies. Um, yeah. So I, I'm into it. I, I like it a lot. And the art by um, Wilfredo Torres is uh, really good. Uh, I mean, it's it's good, and I was, you might have to call Stacy up and see if nah, she can get you there's the first there's no two way there's issues. a one.
1: It was a very limited print, and unless they're doing a second printing, which I haven't seen yet,
2: maybe maybe she can hook you um, up.
1: So I saw two, and I didn't pick it up because I decided, okay, I'm not going to find one, so I'm just going to wait for the trade. Because and if I do find one, from the sounds of things, it's probably going to be expensive and i don't know i'm not in, i'm not approaching it from a collector's standpoint i just want to read it and uh, i think i'm gonna trade so do you get it i think that's what i'm gonna do
2: or do you do you buy it digitally
1: uh no okay well maybe i'll buy the trade digitally i'm notorious for buying some trades digitally but i think i'm gonna buy it i don't know we'll see we'll see but yeah unfortunately sometimes that happens you know you just blow it and there's like a certain comic you just you missed And you got to go that. I mean, Ice Cream Man was one like that for me. I didn't get, I didn't understand the Ice Cream Man thing early on, and I didn't jump on that. And so, Ice Cream Man is a digital thing that I do, or trade weight that I do. So I don't get individual Ice Cream Mans.
2: I feel like Ice Cream Man. You don't have to get the trade either. Like you can just pick and choose what issue you want to get because they are all like one shots in a way.
1: Yeah, kind of, I guess. But I want them all. That's that's the weirdo in me that has to have it.
2: I mean, I don't I don't think it's weird, but I mean, yeah. um, any other books you want to add? No, were, I
1: think those are the main ones that I, I mean, I did want to mention I read the new Vagrant Queen just because tonight Vagrant Queen premieres and I'm kind of excited to check it out.
2: Yeah. And then, um, before we, we move on, I just wanted to hit that I've read Wicked Things. Uh, I've never read anything from Giant Days. Um, I probably should now. And, uh. I also read, like, Artemis and uh, Assassins, and I was glad that I had it in um, book form. I know S- Stephanie Phillips had sent us the PDFs prior, uh, way before it was released, and uh, I dig it. Uh, she actually has another Aftershock book coming out that they just released that's another historical fiction. I think that one doesn't release to June, but it could be pushed back longer because um this. And then I just seen something about her doing an image. She has that image book. And she might be writing heavy metal. I didn't click on her live stream, but she was doing something for heavy metal, announcing something
1: yesterday. Could just be a story in it, or she might be working on one issue. That's how heavy metal works.
2: Yeah, so she's she's blowing up right in front of our eyes. But yeah, uh, and then I guess we got wrestling. Yeah, I guess now.
1: so. We'll <laughs> move right into the wrestling. Even though we, I read a lot of comics, I guess... Nothing jumped. I mean, I read James Bond, Vida Ayala, and that team. They're kicking ass. I like this Bond, but I read it so long ago, it feels like...
2: What'd you read it? Um, Sunday morning? Yeah, <laughs> something like
1: that, which seems like an eternity ago. Uh, yeah. Sonata, That's another sweet. great book if you're not reading it, I would recommend.
2: In a, a great wrestler. Yeah, yes,
1: Ascender, excellent book. Also Jeff Lemire.
2: Oh, did you watch anything?
1: No, not so much. Not so much.
2: So you didn't. You, so you didn't watch like Tiger King or something because no. I heard like that's the great. Hell show no!
1: Ever. My my kid was watching it, and I heard her boyfriend arguing with her like, "This shit's stupid. Why are we watching this?" And she just she put down her foot and wanted to see it all. Made him watch it.
2: Yeah, I um Danielle was watching it. and I was like, "What type of Joe Dirt shit <laughs> is this?" That's a... <laughs> and she was like. She was like, "Don't." She was like, "It's not any stupider than that Portlandia stuff you're watching." I was like, "Portlandia's like, it's like comedy. It's like Kids in the Hall. It's kind of like you know Saturday Night Live. You know, I mean, it doesn't run together. It's just a bunch of like funny skits making fun of hipster stuff." Uh, And she was like, "Well, that's stupid." I'm like, "Whatever. You like jackass. So I mean, it's whatever."
1: (laughs) I mean, I watched that Valiant thing, but we're saving it for next week, and then. Yeah. I watched some wrestling stuff.
2: Oh yeah, we should we should tell people.
1: Um, do you remember what it's called? It's so called Ninjack versus then... the Valiant Universe. And it's on YouTube. Yes. It's it's over almost a year old now at this point. Um it's before yeah, they how, switched how long over is it? to um the new ownership and they and they kind of started focusing on um bloodshot movie. The bloodshot movie and, and there's more details I can get to but I'd rather save it for the show. So mm. but
2: no yeah definitely um how long was it do you remember
1: i think it was less than an hour or an hour i can't remember yeah i mean it's a decent sized thing and it's it's well put together like i said i don't want to give anything away yet but um it's a good primer to get into valiant to be honest because you're introduced to the all the major players in valiant
2: yeah that's actually based upon the the book um that elliot rahal wrote right um Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, that's what it's called? Yeah,
1: I don't know, I haven't read that book by...
2: I have it. I'm 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 looking at it right now. So I can't <laughs>
1: say, because I haven't read that book, so...
2: Okay, well, I'll be able to tell after I watch it, if it's based on... Excellent. Upon... <laughs>
1: but yeah, it, it, all the major players in Valiant, the ones that have been around since the beginning.
2: Yeah, especially like you get to see Ninjak, which is like the man.
1: Ninjak, Man of War, Bloodshot... Live wire, Archer and Armstrong, um the no internal yep, the Eternal in warrior. Um But but no
2: quantum and woody. no
1: quantum and woody. Archer and Armstrong were around before Quantum and Woody. Arch because Archer or no Armstrong excuse me has a connection to the Eternal Warrior. Well I'm just, see I'm giving away all the good stuff for next week. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, no 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 spoilers, but I do I do like Archer and Armstrong, um especially like the Fred Van Lente, Mm-hmm. Uh, Writing yeah. stuff, so it's kind of like if you like Quantum and Woody, then you definitely would like that because it has some comedy. But I also like it because it intertwines like some religion stuff. Because it's is it Archer? Is he the one that was like, in like a cult? <laughs> Archer's
1: very old. Archer's actually the brother okay, Arm, of the Arm, Eternal Arm, Warrior Gillahan. They're okay. brothers.
2: So, so Armstrong was the one that was like in the like yes. cult. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or some may say cult, and some may say, I don't know, um, religious family. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to offend anyone. But, yeah, uh, let's uh, grab the donuts and uh, get on.
1: on. All right, so we're back, and we're ready to wrestle, and Joey has joined us. Wait, we're wrestling? We're wrestling. But I hear you can sing. Why don't you sing a song for us, Joe?
2: Yeah, come on, oh, let's nice. go there, Oliver
1: Twist. More no. porridge, please.
2: Or no, no, not Oliver Twist. It's Oliver, right? That's the same. Is that what you say?
1: More oh, porridge, or or more? No. Please, sir,
2: do it. Come on, Joe, break it out. Do your little English accent. Come on. No. Oh, he's cracking under pressure. Oh my goodness. The chicks dig that yeah. stuff.
1: Remember?
0: Nothing. No, nope. it was. I did only did it for wrestling. Because I wanted to get better at my promos Oh, okay (laughs)
1: Alright, okay Miz He wants to be the next Miz Gonna make B action flicks (laughs) Rated
2: B for
1: bullshit (laughs) Oh, cool So there wasn't a lot of wrestling once again this week um, I told you guys I did watch Stardom, the Cinderella tournament They just gave us the first round though on the app. But what I did find interesting other than the show, the show was kind of so, so um, they had a crowd. They had a live audience. It wasn't super full, but they had people on all sides of the ring. They had photographers around the ring. Uh, A lot of people wearing masks, but as far as I know, that is the only and the first live event of wrestling. that's had a crowd since this has all happened. And I found that really interesting because the Japanese are pretty, you know, strict about stuff.
2: It's, it is very interesting because just this week like new japan had canceled even more shows Hmm. so i'm wondering what area of japan they were taping this i have
1: no idea but there was a crowd i'm gonna say over 50 people in there for sure and like i said you know how they it looks like the old days they had photographers around the the ring at least seven Mm -hmm. or eight photographers right there right up on the ring taking pictures i was like wow this is like other than everybody wearing masks, I go this is like it was a few weeks ago but, but that's it well that's even kind of normal in Japan
2: too that's like true during flu season they always wear that stuff too because they don't want to miss a day of work because they, they sure like to work in Japan uh, but yeah I'm surprised like you mentioned that when on um are you gonna give us any spoilers like Well I don't matches? know how
1: it ended, but I could get an idea who I think is gonna win. And I don't like oh, it. Well,
2: I know, how, I know, I know who won, but I didn't even
1: watch okay. it. Okay, well, because they only showed us the first round, and um, who, who I think is going to win, I don't like, because it's it's equivalent to if Mandy Rose won a tournament of WWE wrestlers. Oh, who, the what's, what's their name?
0: The one that you're talking about. What
1: oh. is her name? She's not the best wrestler. Uh the Italian girl, Julie. Yeah. Yep, that's who wins yeah, it. See, because said, I believe she she's cool. an average wrestler. That's racist. <laughs> Sorry, she's an average wrestler, but she's very pretty. And I feel like that's why they're pushing her. That's that's sexist. Um, and one way they got... <laughs> two of the best wrestlers in the first round, like Mayu, who we had in our tournament, mm. they went out on a DQ. Both of them eliminated each other. So they found ways to get rid of a lot of the people that are very good. And then B Priestley's not even there because she's stuck in England. So the path was clear for this wrestler to kind of rise to the top. and Where it would have been really hard for me to buy her beating some of these other wrestlers. She's just not that good. Like I said, it's like Mandy Rose. And this isn't a, that bad, but we all know Mandy Rose is not the, the best wrestler on the roster.
2: And then she gets, the, she has a chance to wrestle the, what's her name? Mayu. Uh,
1: Kira? Mm-hmm. Mayu Itami. The one who we have in our um tournament
2: that we had. No, I thought they said it was, who's the one with the main Mayu. belt there? Or the second belt.
1: I think Arisa has the second belt right now.
2: Yeah, I thought that. They, I th- what I read that she, she she gets to wrestle her. Hmm.
1: I wonder if she challenged her because I, why would you take the secondary belt when you could wrestle for the main belt?
2: Probably because she doesn't, like you mentioned, she doesn't deserve. The she main definitely belt.
1: does not deserve. it. She doesn't deserve the secondary belt. She's not as good as um, Arisa either. But they okay,
2: here's it. my question for you: Her holding a belt. It, is that worse than Goldberg holding them out? No. Okay. Because
1: it'll bring, it'll make their faction legit. They're a brand new faction. And yeah. they all the girls on that faction are brand new to the, um, to stardom. She brought in new girls. Like one of her main, like her side person, like I guess it'd be her second, is... um Her side chick? It, yeah, is Sheeta's old side chick from AEW, Sheeta's partner. That's hot. That is hot.
0: Don't they have like a trios title for? They do. They do have a trios trios
1: title. I don't know if they have it, but they do have a trios title. Um, That's what I thought they had that
0: title.
1: They might have it. I don't know who has the titles right now because I'm a bit behind on my stardom. Um, So I'm I'm watching stuff from January, I believe, or December. First round is on YouTube.
0: First round on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. First
1: round. um, There's some good matches. There's some also not so good matches. Um, It was
2: last Friday or Saturday they released it. Yes,
1: because they played it live, just like they do, um, you know, New Japan. But you had to get up like in the middle of the night to watch Mm -hmm. it. Or for you guys, it'd be early in the morning, probably. Um,
2: I think it's about like four in the morning here when they, I think they start.
1: And they, um, you know, it's just the first round. So there was a lot of like they had to pare down some people that were just in it that probably didn't deserve to be in it, really. Yeah. The crazy thing, there was only one Gaijin. Jamie Hader was the only non-Japanese um, wrestler.
0: I looked that up. Doesn't it mean like foreign? Yeah. Like foreign. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So she was the only one because no one else is there. So Lucas isn't there. Um, that's Bobby, like, that's
2: like being that. called a gringo.
1: Yeah, but it's also, that's normal. Like They call but it's not, Wolverine it's not like Gaijin
2: called, in the comics. It's not like being called like <laughs>
1: But Yeah, the foreigner. <laughs> Bullet Club is known okay. as the gaijin faction so but that's it hmm. I talked probably too long about that one it didn't deserve that much love well, did
2: did didn't you watch like MLW was yeah. anything good on there
0: Um uh Mance Warner uh he didn't wrestle but okay. he
2: But did he cut a badass promo
0: Well he was sitting on commentary but oh. his mic was low so you couldn't hear him oh, really They're bullshit. probably worried he's But cuss. he he brought out somebody to uh they had um because him and um holiday or having something going on, so like uh Mance Warner was allowed to bring down somebody to wrestle him and Mance Warner brought out the blue meanie. <laughs> nice. The, the blue, blue meanie, meanie came re- out? wrestled uh holiday.
1: That's awesome. I'm
2: gonna have to that, go see that. that. He wrestled the AirPod god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: on a side note, have you been following Mance Warner's little videos on Twitter? They're the fucking best. Oh
2: yeah. Like anytime like I retweeted or um caption something like he'll retweet it and stuff and i'm like that's awesome like he's really he's the people's channel he's
1: the best man those things about going to the dollar store and shit oh those are the best he was like when
2: yeah or when he said he said i can't even go across the border anymore because i want to go visit brett the hitman (laughs) heart and he got to close the order (laughs) down and stuff some virus and stuff and light beers and drink light beers and hear about the best he was the best they were and that stuff i'm like (laughs) this dude's so awesome but then like he'll, he'll get serious like he'll be talking about real stuff like how can all these superstars or rich people get tested mm-hmm. and then be like and i in this uh, normal people and stuff can't be tested i'm like oh shit and it gets over because i mean he's a he's a good old boy like he's i really feel like that's who he <laughs> yeah. is. like he, he's really like like stone cold steve austin's like a redneck and stuff like Mance Warner's a fucking hit, <laughs>
0: <laughs> But um I think I seen something about uh him calling out MJF. Oh, I
1: wouldn't doubt it.
0: And MLW put it on their YouTube. I think uh
1: That one episode Do I you... watched of MLW, um they called they said, Hey Max, everything's going great, Max When they did a little yeah. promo on the um Yeah. The, not the elite oh, what oh, the, the, the hell they called the Dynasty. Yeah, the
0: Dynasty.
2: Wasn't it the week before he put one of the the Mexican wrestlers threw a um, fire table. Um, Ants Warner.
0: It was the week before the Killer Cross. Day. Oh, okay. Oh, but this week uh, it was killer. It was weird. Killer Cross. Um, um, what's the heart dude? What's his name? Burst Dog Son. Davy Boy. Davy Boy Smith. Smith and the Von Ericks against um the Team Filthy. It was, It's. It's kind of weird seeing Killer Cross on a team like that. It's.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but he's—we he's all know he's not there much longer. Yeah. So.
0: Right.
1: He's where he belongs now. He's in WWE. So.
2: Team Team Filthy is terrible. Like they got mm-hmm. that Dominic whatever is they his got name Garini and yeah, some, some random
0: dude. It's some random guy. And then uh, uh, Tom Waller and the yeah the that tall that guy.
2: random guy is Scuba Steve. You know? <laughs> That's the guy that had your spot. That's what? all we recruit is randoms to replace uh, you.
0: Jobbers. Hey, yeah. careful!
1: I mean, someone someone said that my granddaughter should replace you, and she's not a jobber. She, oh, she's not. Nope, a she popped for Cody. Go back and listen to the episode. She even ba- Cody's over with babies. Except over
0: everybody.
1: Yeah, except
2: when she sees that neck tattoo, she starts screaming. <laughs> yep. That thing's terrible looking like a, what's it look like? Like one of those transformer things
1: on the side. of yeah. speaking of Cody and AEW, <laughs> I'm going to jump right into that AEW episode. Cody's gift is a little too knowledgeable to be a, um, announcer. It's like he's giving away the whole booking when he starts talking. He's all, well, this is happening because of this and this and this, and this is why he's doing this. I'm like, Cody, you're giving away the whole story ahead of time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. like what well, didn't he mention that? Um, He was like, you know, QT Marshall isn't really from uh, the Big Apple. He's actually <laughs> yeah.
0: from New Jersey.
1: <laughs> He's from New Jersey. I was like, wow, he just sold him out. <laughs> okay, Fabe, going on here. Yeah, he was, oh, cool. and he kept calling out other guys' moves. That's actually this move, and that's actually, I was like, damn, Cody, settle down.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was, it seemed like he was repeating some things like his dad used to say when he was on color commentary. But Dusty had more personality. Yeah, like he, like he was over. He Dusty like, was like a man's like, Warner. That's right, baby.
1: He was a good old boy.
2: Yeah, yeah. he had charisma. He had charisma. I mean, um, Cody is Cody's. Cody's really a suit. Like he really acts like like a dude wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. And Dusty was the son of a plumber. Mm-hmm. But he, the only reason why Cody's wearing that suit is because Dusty was the son of a plumber. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> <laughs> exactly, so,
1: I and mean, I like Cody. Man. Just nah, he shouldn't be doing the commentary. That's what I would say. Yeah,
0: and then yeah. they try to put Kenny in him on. Oh, Kenny was
1: not oh, Kenny good was either, not, either. No, Kenny talks too much.
2: Yeah, it was. It, it was, I would say that this week was a, for me. It was a down week, but it could be because of the the announcing, mm-hmm. because yeah, but, there was no like crowd interaction. I felt like it took away. So it felt like you know Tony was trying to lead. Either one of those guys to say stuff, and they weren't picking up on it. Like Jim Ross could say something stupid, and they could just go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Or um, what do they, what do they call him? The Mask Man. Yeah. That's what he was like. We're here with the Mask Man. <laughs> That's, remember, Jim Ross said that one. episode? He was like, in the, "And Mask Man's here." Like he forgot to say. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> That's awesome. Um, Someone said, "You know what would be good is put um Britt Baker with Tony Schiavone." I think that might actually work. I think he could actually bring something out of her to where they would actually be funny. At least I would give it a, a, a segment without what, Ross interrupting them.
2: Uh, right, or like um, maybe MJF. Oh, MJF or, would be um,
0: great. Oh, yeah, because those people are all backstage this time.
2: Yeah, like put MJF there or put possibly, um, who was the other guy that was, or Jer- Jericho would be pretty Sean Spears
1: too. is decent. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, definitely, yeah. but not, definitely like no Nyla Rose or things no. like or Brandy. No, don't oh, no, do Brandy's that. not good. Um, no, no, and maybe not put like Orange Cassidy because he probably won't say <laughs> anything. But you know, I would definitely put those people. I, MJF probably would be because I feel like he's a
1: little Bobby the Brain Heenan yeah. kind of. Yeah. Chuck, I, I think Chuck's funny.
0: You see how Sammy Guevara's? He's taking this Brandy thing to a different
1: level yeah what yeah what
0: sammy Gavar- it's good heat and, uh, brandy What's he's he
1: kissing like pictures of brandy and, oh.
0: and he keeps walking over there oh. to-
1: yeah that match was not yeah, very yeah. good because sammy yeah. wasn't really trying to win and you knew that they weren't gonna okay. um and it was a yeah match, they're not gonna so give up the triple a sense. belt On a no-audience AEW.
2: Not not the AEW, no way. Yeah,
1: so...
0: Oh, did they do it because they had to cancel the AAA show where he actually defends it?
1: I think they just needed something to pop a rating. And you have a guy with a belt, and I'm sure they cleared it with um, AAA. And the fact that Sammy is someone who wrestles in AAA semi-regularly, they could, you know, pull it off. It made sense. The Both of them are AAA wrestlers in a way. Yeah. And and Sammy's been going to these. There's a lot of guys that aren't going anymore. And I guess Sammy's like, I don't care. I'm I'm taking a chance. Coronavirus yeah. doesn't matter. So, you got to go with who you have. Hmm. No women. And that's not an accident. I think a lot of them are just not making the trip. So,
2: have they announced what they might possibly do for next week?
1: No, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Um
0: I and we didn't even get this, the, uh, where they said, next Dynamite, we have this, this. Oh, yeah, this. we didn't get a Lumberjack yeah, match. We didn't, we didn't that was one it. thing they talked about. Or the, or the street fight. Yeah. With the...
2: Oh, they did say that was supposed to happen this yeah. past mm-hmm.
1: week. Shit happens. They had to change things. You know what I did learn, though? Is that what we saw um, Lance Archer do the week before, that's actually Darby Allen's place. Where all they, That's, where, that's he where he lives. Is. Where they filmed all that crazy lance Archer shit that's Is why that if you look like closely at the Darby Allen um promo they're kind of in like a weird like foresty or a yeah
0: yeah it's Darby's yeah, place yeah one of those that's his yeah house. I heard
1: that on Jericho on his podcast that, that that's Darby's okay. place I was like wow I didn't expect so Darby those
0: are all Darby's friends
1: because Jericho was talking to um Matt Hardy and he was saying that Darby's so much like his little like Jeff Hardy but they're really there's a lot okay. of similarities, yeah. even down to having a compound in the middle of nowhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, because they're both kind of like artsy,
1: artsy and crazy, and no pain threshold, and do these incredibly crazy things and stuff. So yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's what.
1: Uh, so did you watch this and feel bad for like um, Brody Lee to wait all I that did. time and to not be able to get that pop?
2: <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt like that. Um, like after he squashed QT Marshall and like uh Cody was like, uh, focus on his eyes. See his eyes? Look at his eyes. Like I feel like he's probably like, What the hell just happened? Like I left WWE to come here to wrestle in front of any nobody. But I mean if he was wrestling WWE He wouldn't be, be wrestling at thing. all. He's- <laughs> yeah. True. Um, but I'm wondering how like the fans will react to him uh i'm sure they'll they pop for him when and if the fans could ever come back anytime soon um but
1: but yeah, yeah i, I that's got i feel really bad for him i don't like feel bad for say lance archer or matt hardy because i don't know like well archer's coming from a good situation in new japan they left on good terms he was doing good stuff over there and matt hardy i don't think he's really was like put down in the same way that Brody Lee. Brody Lee was basically just told you suck and we're not going to use you and we're not going to let you go. So fuck you.
2: Right. They, they said you can't. You can't speak on of mic. Things like that. But um, he's proven himself, proving them wrong. That you know, <laughs> that's all he has been doing is like cutting promos or vignettes in AEW since
1: he's yeah. been there. But he hasn't got that pop like, like say Sean Spears got. Sean Spears got to come out to the crowd and everyone chanting Tan and feeling like yeah, I actually. I'm going to be okay. I don't need WWE. I'm going to be all right.
2: True, but I mean you can gauge where um the fans are with him because you can just look at like Twitter or something and he does he's I haven't read anything negative no. about him being Mm-mm. anything. Like people were excited for him and I think people are excited for him to like take shots at Vince McMahon too um playing Vince McMahon around a table. So. <laughs> yeah. With the Morton steak and things like that, and the sneezing, so um, yeah, so I I dig it. um, But I will say that you know, not having fans, I think Rico said it on Twitter is like is like uh, not having fans at wrestling. Rico said is like eating unseasoned chicken. So um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) that's pretty spot on.
0: Yeah, I mean it,
1: it worked the first week. Um, not so much the second week They couldn't bring the people out They had to put them back in the room I think they got in trouble for that Because that puts you over 10 yeah, people bro. Or whatever or whatever the rule is They didn't have anyone yeah. ringside Like they did the week before Yeah Yeah Rough, rough, rough I don't know It's going to be like this for a while It could be worse I think I think NXT is much more boring If you ask me So Was
2: that your DMX impersonation? Which one? rough, rough Rough, 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 rough? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: I can say something rude, but I'm just gonna move on. <laughs>
2: DMX, like who's DMX? Do you know who DMX yes, is? Yes, I know who
1: DMX is.
2: So we're gonna um, jump into this bracket. Yeah, let's
1: do the bracket. Okay.
2: So we're just gonna finish out the first first round of uh, what's it called
1: again? The March Madness.
2: Indie Alley March Madness. Yes,
1: Indie Alley March Madness.
2: And we have two two regions to do. Should we
1: tell them um, what the, who's advancing the other region? We should just wait and do it all at the end.
2: Yeah, I think we should wait to the end. Yeah. Um, then we can just say who's going to like have a chance for the Sweet Sixteen. Right. But also, I want to like we need to get the you had the computer copy. Yes, right? I do. That we can just post because we should post posted that with our. Um... I
1: put it underneath my tweet of the episode. Um, oh you yeah. Did? And I said, you know, check out, listen to our show to see who advanced, and I named the mocks in the Nido region. But yeah, we probably should bust that out a few more places so everyone sees.
2: Yeah, I think after we do um, Who Advanced here, maybe put that on. Gotcha. There. Should you we put Who Advanced
1: or should we get people to listen? They have to come and listen to see Who Advanced.
2: Okay, yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. So what you're saying is we need to give a little dick tease.
1: <laughs> yes, a tease. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, that's what I said, Joe. A tease.
1: A Joey Ryan. Yeah, dick flips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Dick flips and bitch tits. Those are your favorite types of wrestlers. Um, okay, so which which region do you want to start with? The Walter region or the um, Adam? Cole? Let's do
1: the Walter region. Walter. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: So the first seed, we have Walter taking on the 16th seed, Filthy Tom Lawler uh, from MLW. Uh, for those that don't know who Walter is, he's the NXT UK champ. Yes, correct? he is. He still is. Okay. So who you
0: got? Me. Oh, I got. Uh, I have to go with Walter
2: you sure you don't want Tom Lawler?
0: No, I'm pretty sure I want Walter. That's why I said it.
1: This is a beat down. Walter embarrasses this guy. Walter, in my opinion, might be the best number one seed. I love Walter. I think
2: Walter, Walter like chops him in half. Oh shit. Yeah, Lawler doesn't know (laughs) what hit (laughs) him. (laughs)
1: him. Boom. Sorry. Sorry, filthy.
2: All right, you want to hit Mm -hmm. who's the next matchup? The eight, nine seed?
0: Okay. For the eighth seed, we got Jamie Hayter versus the ninth seed. Mance
1: Warner Yeah. I dig this match first of all This yeah. is one of those matches that I looked at And I said this could really be a fun match If it was in the right promotion If it let them get a little bloody and get a little violent um, I think Hater's tough uh, She used to date Jimmy Havoc So she's used to hardcore <laughs> um, Yeah I think this would be a good match Hardcore <laughs> what like S&M <laughs> yeah, stuff She's just used to hardcore and I'm going to leave it there I'm Trying to be good <laughs> Some death
0: matches.
2: Yeah so uh, I'm gonna say for me, <laughs> red lights on. There's a lot of light beers. But Mance Warner, he doesn't care if you're a chick. Oh man. hell no, he does not care.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: you going with Mance Warner?
0: What about you? With- oh yes,
1: I'm going with Mance. I just saw Mance stop, stop fight. Um, just say it. That's- he fought Alley Cat recently, and 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 I think it might have been I don't know what promotion, but he fought her, and he yeah, he's not gonna give oh, no yeah, mercy.
2: Yeah. Where he sat in front of her and like interrogated her, but then he was talking about be- drinking beers and yeah. stuff, and like he wasn't he wasn't afraid to like beat the crap. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you know? And that's what he'll yeah. do. So yeah. Like, Mance is, yeah,
1: Mance is moving forward.
2: Um, okay. Our next matchup is a uh, number five seed Shingo Takagi from New Japan versus the twelve seed
1: Pentagon.
0: This is gonna be a good match.
1: This is a showstopper for sure. There's no doubt yeah, about definitely. it. Um, both these two. Man, oh man, oh man! I am gonna do something that's gonna hurt me to the core, and I'm gonna pick Shingo.
0: I was gonna say Shingo. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Shingo because uh, I feel like he's gonna overpower him, and um, he's got the better wrestler. But he might uh, Pentagon might win the crew. so Shingo is gonna out wrestle him.
2: Fred, I think Pentagon has a chance yeah. to break his arm. Oh, yeah. if he channels that triple a or that lucha, um, underground. lucha underground style mm-hmm. but i don't know because shingo like he reminds me of like remember like kickboxer and the guy before that end um when john claude van damme fights you know that dragon yeah. dude
1: yeah what's that's he who means? he reminds me of yeah. is that
2: Bloodsport? <laughs> That is, oh yeah, bloodsport. That's yeah. bloodsport. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like Shingo, and I think he's like on top of his game right now. And ah oh man, I love Pentagon Junior, but I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Shingo on this one. Yeah. New Japan.
0: Ooh.
2: All right. Next matchup is a four seed versus a thirteen seed. The four seed is.
0: Rhea Ripley, versus the thirteenth seed Vikingo.
1: Who's Vikingo? <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, okay, I'm going right. to tell okay.
2: you right now, Ripley, like, it, it, there's no flips in this, and Ripley's going to, she's going to kick him in his nuts. <laughs> she, oh, she wins that, so he get it, like, right in his little beans, Yeah. little hairy bean bag, like, boop.
1: Okay. All right, your turn, buddy.
0: No, I have to go with Vikingo.
1: Go with Vikingo, and I hate to break your heart this way, but I'm going to go with Rear Ripley, too. She's going to kick him right in the nuts, and they're going to take him out.
0: Yeah. You
2: can't mess with an Australian Australian chick. I mean, haven't you watched Crocodile Dundee? Yep. They live in fear every day. Everything in that country is lethal. I mean, they had fires forever and shit. I mean, that's too tough.
1: bad the listeners can't see Joyce's face. He's disgusted with us right now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what kind of name is Vikingo in you're Mexican? He's Viking. That's like something like Champa should be a Viking, right? <laughs> Champa. <laughs>
0: the Viking experience oh, I've never man. seen a Mexican
2: Viking <laughs>
1: Yeah I'm sorry, I think Rhea Ripley
2: Yeah, definitely um, The next matchup we have is a Six versus eleven And the sixth seed is uh, Jordan Devlin From Ireland Taking on Hangman Page
1: Hmm
0: <coughs>
1: This is a hard one for me I don't know, Page is pretty hot right now But Devlin is sneaky good Hmm
2: I think Devlin has a, a bright future, but he's in the wrong company to have that future.
1: True. Okay, yeah. Because if they can't push Finn Balor, they're definitely not going to push him.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to say, you know, I'm, I am, uh, there's Irish blood in me. Okay. But cowboy shit is beating them up.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah. Jordan Devlin wins. Though. Wow. Yeah, you're terrible. You guys you put terrible. me on the spot. I thought I could just tar- like tar-
1: kind of wuss Devin out wins. on this and pick whatever you guys with because you'd be the same. Son of a biscuit. You guys put me on the spot.
2: Son of a sea biscuit. Son of a, a sea
1: biscuit because we're talking about cowboy shit. Um, the, horse,
2: the horse, the Kentucky okay. Derby horse.
1: Man, I, I yeah, I'm going to go with Hangman. He's more physical. Uh, He's hot right now. He's definitely much more over than Jordan is. Did you hear um,
2: that? Andrew called Hangman hot. Oh.
0: It's
1: cowboy shit, man.
0: <laughs> okay. so this is your match make, right here.
2: They're about to make a spaghetti western. Mm. Um okay. <laughs> Next matchup is the threes <laughs> um, is a three and a fourteen seed. We got the greatest wrestler in wrestling We're is a awesome thirteen break. or a three seed. Will mm-hmm. Osprey,
1: who I think you kind of ranked a little higher than the deserves yeah, because yeah, of your I mean, fresh pre- no. professional no, preference. No,
2: because he's the he's the champion in RevPro. He's a
1: champion of RevPro. RevPro's not big. RevPro.
2: That's in England. Oh,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> the Beatles came from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus uh, the Where's alien, that that think? the fourteenth seed Chris Statlander, who can hold her own against men.
1: Yeah, but sorry, I just watched B. Priestley lose to um. Yeah, to Will, and I, I think B is way better than Chris yeah, personally. If, if, so,
2: if if Will's gonna beat up his girlfriend like that, how do you <laughs> feel about somebody else's girlfriend? I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs>
1: yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think that's why we, we talked about that last week. That this that yeah, match yeah. would come into play in my mindset. Yeah, Will's gonna kill her.
2: <laughs> that's true, Joe. Do you disagree? No. Okay, my turn. The next match is a seven versus ten seed.
0: We got Ace Austin, the seventh seed.
2: He's Gambit.
0: Versus the tenth seat. Cody Rhodes.
1: Hmm. Who goes first on this one? I'll,
0: Tell me I read
2: it. I'll go first. Gambit can't throw any cards at go. or Cody Rhodes. Cody is he's like in a different universe Ooh. compared to him.
1: Yeah, Gambit. I mean, Cody was in a more successful show. He was on Arrow much more successful than those horrible X-Men movies. So I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes.
0: I agree. Very much agree.
1: So Cody advances. Okay. Okay. So the last
2: matchup in this region is the two versus 15 seed.
0: We got for the second seed, Jacob Fatu, Samoan werewolf, versus 15th seed, Jake Hager. Hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't...
2: For me, I'm not going with Jake Hager because I hate We the People. <laughs> yeah.
1: This one's a hard See one because Hager's so big, so strong, and and I still have I'm not sure if Fatu's dominance translates to a bigger f- promotion. But this is our promotion. I'm gonna go with Fatu.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna yeah. go with Fatu too.
2: I think I Fatu would sell tickets if he was in the right promotion.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that's a more interesting second round matchup: Cody Rhodes versus Jacob Fatu.
2: Yeah, I mean, looking at the matchups for the second round so far, um, it's going to get tougher each week. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: Okay, so we're going to go to the Adam Cole region.
0: Okay.
2: It's the number one seed, Adam Cole, versus the 16th seed, PCO, the Frankenstein of professional wrestling.
0: This is a good match.
1: PCO is going to take a lot of punishment and keep coming back, keep coming back. But I think yeah. a little bit of shenanigans, a little bit of sneakiness. Cole's sneaky. I think Cole moves forward for me.
2: I'd have to agree because Adam Cole, he might be undersized compared to him, but he finds a way to win. Yeah. Like his cardio is
1: so much better. Mm-hmm. But it's it would could be a long match because pun- it would be a long match. PCO is going to take a lot of punishment and keep coming.
0: Got, yeah,
2: is that who you pick?
0: Okay, can I read the next one? Yeah. Okay, we got the eight seed versus the what's that one? That's covered up. Okay, versus the ninth seed, we've got Riho versus Bianca Belair. Now this is our first women's like match, just those two against each other.
2: Mm-hmm. So make your pick.
0: Oh, I'll make my pick. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Bianca Belair because she's gonna overpower her in a uh, skeleton. Skeletor over there. Oh, that's messed up. Who are you calling
2: Skeletor?
1: <laughs> that is so messed up.
2: I'm sitting next to Thinner right now. What <laughs> type Holy of stroke. shit
0: is
1: that? <laughs> Beanpole? Well, I'm going with Riho because Riho has had two okay. matches against um, Nyla Rose. So she it's can. Like, and I know Nyla's m- not as good as Bianca. I still think Riho. I'm going to pick Rio. So it's Jesus. up to you, Fred. You gotta break this.
2: Well, I am a fan of mm-hmm. working out and stuff. And when I watch the performance center of things of people that they lift and things like that, Bianca Belair is stronger than most of them in, in NXT. I believe it. <laughs> like if you you can watch that stuff if you have the network, you can watch what she does and she deadlifts like crazy. I think she sets every record. For the women i think for like um deadlift i think the closest person to her was Zia lee wow. and Zaya lee was 250 pounds less than her wow um she was a fitness like that she's that a track star he, that she yeah, did
0: deadlift and thirty she was, like
2: <laughs> yeah rehose 98 pounds yeah i know she'll snap her <laughs> but it's wrestling <laughs> it's true, but her, she could use the roll-up. Her her braid could beat Riho, I
1: think. has <laughs> ah,
0: as Bianca fought
1: Candace LeRae, because they're that be kind of similar size. Or
2: I don't I don't know if she has like I feel yep. like NXT had a chance to pull her over, and never did. Both of them. Uh, oh. who? And Bianca Well, that's because they always put like Baszler and then now it's Rhea. So yeah, no to ever... be
1: fair, Bianca's been in a lot of title matches. She got yes. title yeah. matches against Baszler She and got was a... three of Ripley matches. She fought Flair. Didn't
0: she
2: fight? A- didn't she go against Asuka and lost? well, oh, I don't
0: know if she came. In I as don't as know if it,
1: it was really. Asuka, but she definitely has gone against Io or Kyrie, one of the two.
2: Oh, speaking EO. of the EO came back this week, I believe.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: okay. So that means she could have been in here. Yeah. Any-
1: but she's just had a thing with Flair. So I think Bianca has the only problem is they're not giving her the win. But she's in high profile matches.
0: What? Take him out, put EO in
1: there. No. No, the, the tournament's she
2: wasn't she wasn't she healthy was hurt. at that time. She was hurt. All right, so then the the next matchup we have is the five versus twelve. And we have it's gonna be a all triple A match. It's gonna be Laredo Kid, the fifth seed, versus probably the future of professional wrestling. Ray. Ray Phoenix. Yeah.
1: It's a no brainer for me. Batman beats Robin. I mean, <laughs> you know, Phoenix is, is the, the guy. And yeah. Laredo Kid is the guy that wants to be the guy. And
2: Phoenix, Phoenix is the modern day Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, if he's, uh, if he WCW if he's in Mysterio. the right, like Double if he's a- used Rey correctly. Mysterio.
1: Yeah, you have the Master versus the Apprentice here, and the Apprentice is not ready to beat the Master No.
2: Yeah, the Master versus the Debater.
1: <laughs> so that's my pick. Who are you picking?
2: Yeah, uh, Phoenix all the way. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt, because I think if you put Phoenix versus uh, Pentagon, oh, okay. which would be a solid match. Who watched that. that?
0: was a good
2: match. Well, I heard Phoenix you, but be... I, I,
1: Mumble Rap over there hadn't given her yeah, an Yeah,
2: he's been doing a lot of oh, Mushmouth over here. So. Taking Check shots at 98 pound Japanese women, calling them Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's messed up. Joe. Oliver. Blum. Yeah, <laughs> That's that's what he's going to call you now, Oliver. Oliver Titty Twister. Yeah. <laughs> 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 next message. This is the quietest I've ever seen you and you run your mouth more than your brother. <laughs> um, okay. Next up is... Uh, the fourth seed versus the thirteenth seed.
0: We got a uh, Dragon Lee for the fourth seed versus um, the Bruiserweight Pete Dunn.
1: Wow, this one's interesting because it's two different styles, and I like both mm-hmm. of them a lot. I think they're good at what they do.
0: And Dragon Lee does wrestle New Japan, so I think he he's like uh, he's like he could go move fast pace, but he can also like. Hit so
2: really do you hard. take
1: Dragon Lee? Yeah, he's and fought they... guys like <laughs> Dunn over there. Is what you're trying yeah. to say.
2: So yeah. are you taking Dragon
0: Lee? Sure.
2: Not so fast, my friend. Pete Dunne. I've seen Pete Dunne go the distance with Walter and made Walter grimace many times. And I don't think Dragon Lee has a chance against Pete Dunne. Like he might be pound for pound a top five wrestler in the world right now. Who Pete Dunne? Absolutely. He's very good. I think. I think he's like he's probably the closest thing, except he's more edgier. Like he's a more violent Daniel Bryan.
1: I think Pete Dunn grounds him. I'm gonna go with yeah. your dad. I, I like sure. Pete Dunn yeah. in this. And yeah. Dragon Lee just got a bad matchup there.
2: Yeah. 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 No, he's puffed the magic dragon. So
0: Okay, so uh, next match is sixth seed versus eleven seed. We have Daga for six and Michael Elgin for eleven.
2: I don't even think Daga is the better wrestler in his relationship. So, (laughs) I'm just saying. So, I think Michael Elgin, he's a beast. He's a big dude. I think he squashes him.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm an Elgin guy in this, too. I know a lot of people don't like Elgin because of who he is personally. People are not fans of him. But as a wrestler, he's been in some of the bigger matches. Those New Japan matches. Um, Yeah, Elgin.
0: This next match. Is really the,
2: good. This next match might be one of the best matches we have on the, yes, um, for first round. We
0: got the um the third seat, Kenny Omega, versus the fourteenth seat, Bandito.
2: Before we make the picks, Andrew, I know you watched that pay per view where it was WrestleMania weekend last year, mm-hmm. where it was Will Ospreay versus Bandito. Did yeah. you see a different side of Bandito in that match?
1: Yeah, I did. I did, but then to be fair, I see a different side of Kenny Omega when I watch New mm. Japan matches.
2: Yeah, because I, yeah, absolutely. Like I could say, like even though I have a distaste for the way Kenny wrestles, even though he's on my fantasy wrestling team, <laughs> yeah. um, he is definitely maybe the top three wrestler in the world.
0: Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. Before. Yeah, because he doesn't we could like probably, him.
2: We could we could probably edit that out, so. <laughs> but. I'm just saying, even though I don't... I think, you know, before he transitioned to AEW, he was the best wrestler in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pound for pound. And then when he left, it was Will Ospreay. Uh, So I think, no, that's the truth. You can't argue that. I mean, who was better than Will last year? Chris Jericho? Oh, no. I mean...
1: Coda. Might be someone I would put in that, but that'd be about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, so I'm thinking, like... We're about to get a huge run of Omega. Um he's he to be like he's probably gonna beat Moxley he to be Moxley eventually. He the problem Who with cares? Omega,
1: I think, in the AEWs he doesn't have the opponent to really bring that magic out of him. Maybe Moxley will, but I don't think so. He needs a technical opponent. Maybe Ray Phoenix?
2: Like a physical technical opponent. Yeah. Like, somebody from Japan needs to slide over yeah. and give it
0: him- Lance Archer. Mm, That's I don't even think Archer was, could do it. <laughs>
2: Archer can't. Archer can't hang with him.
1: I mean, the money matches him and Osprey, now that Osprey's put the weight on. Yeah. You know, that- but
0: he said he would rather fight Shingo, though, right? Who? Kenny Omega said the only the one match he would have to go back for would be Shingo. and versus Shingo.
2: Yeah, because people are saying Chingo versus Osprey is probably one of the best matches of last year. Yeah. And so he wants to prove that he can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I, for me, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Bandito. I think he's young, he's up and coming, but uh, Kenny in a landslide.
1: Yeah, I can't yeah. vote against ben. Kenny on this. And I like Bandito, but this is not the Who's match take? that. I
0: took Bandito. He
2: took Bandito?
0: Yes. That's okay. I, like I get you it. Do do like it, it to to I just
1: think he can't beat Kenny. I mean you like him Kenny's bigger like a, Kenny's stronger.
0: He's strong. No, Ken no, Bandito's way stronger.
1: Mm, I don't
2: know. I man. think Kenny might weigh more than him because yeah, I think Bandito Bandito's, is strong. Bandito's like weighs like one eighty. I think Kenny's at least two hundred pounds.
1: And then I'll go to the Ray that um Kenny beat Ray Phoenix in Triple A for the belt. So oh, Bandito is be Bandito and Phoenix about similar no, stronger
2: here's the reason why Kenny wins. We watched Kenny fight uh John Moxley, yeah, and John moxley styled matches, and no mm-hmm. one thought Kenny could go hardcore okay. and Kenny went hardcore yeah he he didn't go well, I'm gonna not say that <laughs> I'll tell you what I was gonna say after, <laughs> but um yeah the, uh, Omega, I mean he's still Omega
0: but Bandito though bad uh, draw, okay, okay,
1: bad draw. This this bracket was filled with luchadors, to be honest. Yeah. This was a heavy but luchador. I if you look at this bracket just real fast, but Bandito you have Laredo Kid, band. Phoenix, Laredo Dragon K- Lee, Daga, uh, and Bandito.
0: And Pentagon and, and Vikingo. Tessa.
1: Well, and but she's not a luchador. Would she consider a luchador? I mean, this little bracket down here. She's I'm talking had about luchador this region.
0: Oh, just this region? Yeah, she
1: this
2: has region. A Pentagon, little, she's had Vikingo. a little luchador in her. <laughs> Did you oh. see what I did? Yeah, I saw oh, what okay. you did in there. <laughs> Anyways, next matchup: the seven versus ten seed. Okay.
0: okay. We've got um. <clears throat> moving on, we've got uh, Myron Reed versus Tomaso Champa.
2: I think this one's a landslide.
1: I can't stand one of them, so yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, the reason why Myron Reed wears the catcher's match because he's the catcher, but I guess he's pitching, (laughs) Ciampa.
1: Ciampa. Ciampa's a beast. He's going to give him the heater. Ciampa's a beast. Definitely. Ciampa. Do you want to disagree with that? No,
0: no. Because Myron Reed doesn't like AAA.
2: What? Oh. Final matchup.
0: You already know who wins this. You don't have to say it.
2: Final matchup (laughs) is the two seed versus the 15 seed. We have Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. she's the one okay. that, you know, it's with Daga, that's where we made the joke um, oh, okay. for you people that don't know where they come from. Versus uh, Ricky Starks, Joey's favorite <laughs> wrestler. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, you like him. No. He looks, he got those nostrils look like Beavis and Butthead. You know, have you ever nostrils. seen him sit there? He does nose? have like that. Yeah, the he does. He has, he got those Ric Flair nostrils. He got
0: the gonzo nose. Huh.
2: You're, gonna get, uh-huh. you're gonna get punched in your nose in a second. <laughs> All right, who we got? Who we got?
0: Uh, Tessa Blanchard.
2: I thought you liked Ricky Starks. No, That's your say hero. That.
0: No, I didn't say that. Why is he 15?
2: Because he had, at the time, the he... Yeah.
0: Oh, I mind. No,
2: Yeah, I think Tessa wins. No, yeah, no me doubt. too. I got <laughs> this <I mean, laughs> too. Right Ricky Starks is
1: going to get beat. You gave Tessa she, a good one. You gave her a Sammy very winnable
2: Callahan. match. This ain't nothing. Yeah. <laughs> she beat Sammy Callahan. That's nothing, Ricky Starks. Come on.
1: Man, you have Tessa going up against Champa next round. Champa's kind of a beast. That's gonna yeah. be a hard one for me to pick. So, you read it? yeah. You read
2: it. So you, go, Andrew, you want to read the matchups for next week?
1: Oh shit! I didn't write anything down. Okay, <laughs> holy. I'll
2: sick.
0: read it. <laughs> we got. Wait, Just all of them. Say it into the. We got all, of, the, them? Yeah, all of
1: them. Yeah, all of them. Okay, so first bracket. in the Mox region.
0: Okay, we got John Moxley versus Chris Jericho. Okay, Pac. Versus Matt Riddle. Woo! Taya Valkyrie versus Okada. Poor Taya. Okay. Poor um, Taya. <laughs> Maxwell Jacob Freeman versus Tyler Bate.
1: Still can't believe you guys pushed Tyler Bate go, forward. Sit
2: down.
0: What are you talking about? Just go straight All right, down. and then we got um, in the Walter region, we have Walter versus Mance Warner. Mm. Okay. Um, Shingo versus Rhea Ripley.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh, Hangman Page versus Will Osprey.
1: That's gonna be fun.
0: Cody Rhodes versus Jacob Fatu. Nice. In the Naito region, we have Naito versus uh, Marty Scurll Then we have uh, Thunder Rosa versus uh, what's, that? what's Davey it? Davy Boy Smith. Oh yeah, Davy Boy Smith Jr.
1: <sighs> Sorry, Thunder Rosa. That might be the end.
0: Um, Kota Ibushi versus uh, Hiromu Takahashi.
1: Ooh, we ended up with the New Japan one there, okay.
0: Yep, and then we have Flip Gordon versus Damian Priest.
1: I like that matchup.
0: Yeah, Um. in the Adam Cole region, we have Adam Cole versus uh, Bianca Belair, <laughs> okay. Uh. Then we have Ray Phoenix versus Pete yeah, Dunne.
2: Bianca Belair is bigger than Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's
1: why I <laughs> laughed.
0: Wait, did you hear that? Uh, Phoenix yeah, versus Yeah, Phoenix Dunn? versus okay. Dunn. Okay, then we have Michael Elgin versus Kenny Omega.
1: Did they fight in New Japan? They fought in New Japan, right? I'm not sure. I think I they know. did. I'm going to have to look for that. I'm pretty sure they did.
0: Okay. Then we have Tommaso Ciampa versus Tessa Blanchard. Wow.
1: I think almost all the matchups are really solid. The ones I look at that probably are like, ugh, are... Thunder Rosa against Davey Boy Smith is a real mismatch. And Taya versus um, <laughs> Okada. Okada. Okay. I was...
2: mean, Okada, Like we were like, yeah, versus, uh, who was it, it Keith, was Lee. Keith Lee? We were like, yeah, Okada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even so Dr. Think... Joe was like, I feel like uh, Keith Lee got a hosed because yeah. of this matchup. But, um, man, this dude is like, he's the... Yeah. would you say like God- <laughs> Yeah, he's the Godzilla of Japan. Like he's he's their brat heart. Except yeah. he's huge. He's like the size of, wouldn't you say he's like the size of the Undertaker?
1: Yeah, he's a pretty yeah. big guy, man.
2: Yeah. And he can do it all. Like he's the type of dude that
1: can he could chop you to death too. Yeah. I think he has the belt pretty soon. By this time, Nick he'll he'll have the belt again in a few months, I think. Well mm-hmm. with all this Coronavirus. I'm,
2: a, I'm, a, I'm interested I think like my most interested matchup is like the MJF Tyler Bate I think that could be interesting
0: Tyler Bate's a good wrestler
1: Pac Riddle jumps out to me. It does?
0: Yeah
2: and Hangman versus Osprey is a really good matchup too.
1: Yeah um, Cody versus Fatu jumps out to me
0: You said uh, Flip Gordon versus Damian. Priest. Yes
1: I like that. That is one of those ones you don't expect and a lot of people may not know Flip and Damian Priest that well that has a potential to be a really... If it was a real match to watch, I, I would definitely want to well, cue that yeah, up. yeah,
2: even with that being said, like, Nigel um, mm-hmm. versus Scroll is yeah. going to be... Yeah. Like, yeah. So That would definitely be the
1: kind of match that would be so entertaining because they both would put on such a show for everybody.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. I think the one... the Okay, the one match that would um, bother me the most because I don't want to see either guy lose is the Pete Dunne versus Phoenix match. Um, oh, Because I feel like they could, if they were put in other matches. They'd be advancing for sure. (laughs) Right, right. So this is like, it's huge. Whoever takes it, I think it's, I mean.
1: Someone good is not moving forward, basically, is what you're saying. Someone who would definitely be worthy of a, you know, grade eight style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, So it's going to be interesting. Uh, Definitely a lot of
1: fun. So next week I say we do the whole move everybody forward.
2: Yeah, I think we do, like, advance to see who goes to the Sweet 16. We do the Sweet 16.
0: Gotcha. The whole thing? No,
2: just to here all the way around. Yeah, I know. And then we'll go to the Elite 8 the following week and the Final Four the week after.
1: We'll do the Final Four and the Champion on the same week. Or maybe someone can give us a little, like, feedback. Maybe we throw out the Final Four and the Championship to listeners to vote. We do a poll once we yeah. get it down to that yeah, that's possible yeah that could or be ch- can, or at least the championship maybe put it out or there they
2: can they can argue their
1: points for yeah. an extra vote yeah they can definitely put a comment and say why they picked who they picked
0: yeah this is uh these are some good matches
1: for the most part like i said i, I don't know what i'm going to do with that Bianca Belair Adam Cole matchup cuz i even told you that if there was <laughs> a there was a number 1 seed that maybe Tessa could take out i told you it was cool so now we're gonna find out that theory pretty quickly with Bianca versus Adam Cole, so.
0: Ciampa's a 10. There
2: might be a stunner be
0: next week.
1: Yeah, might be. We'll see, and the funny thing is that Bianca Belair was probably one of the last wrestlers you added to this. So she's like, when they do the tournament, the last one in, you know, that they always do, the Cinderella, committee puts in.
2: Cinderella story.
1: What's that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Cause you were looking at Io and you were looking at some other people and they were hurt. Yeah.
2: And i was like i i need to add one more woman to the um to here and eel happened to be hurt so i was like well belair she's she's been pretty dominant mm-hmm. so it's her chance to shine
0: yeah
1: so, cool i think so it's been what, fun i think it's been a pretty decent bracket what do um, you think oliver yeah were you sad that jordan <laughs> oliver wasn't part of this oliver
0: oh no i'm uh <laughs> i think i'm okay
1: all right. Well, unless there's anything else no. we can give no. our handles and no. say where you can find us?
0: No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you can uh you can find me at Comic Spread. <laughs> <You laughs> what can...
1: are you guys talking
2: about? I'm trying to get him to say something to sign off, but he refuses. <laughs> I want him to do it.
1: Okay. Please may I have some more. <laughs>
0: no.
2: Come on, Joe, stop no. being, you stop being a
0: You can find
1: me at Real Comics. You can find the show at Dirty Legion. Yeah, or
2: at Indie Alley, you can subscribe to us at NerdyLegion.com. I actually, check out a bunch of the shows at NerdyLegion.com. Just subscribe to the channel and get all of them. Actually, yeah. Yeah. plenty of content because right now we're needing some content during these days. Definitely. Yeah. So, what are you gonna sign off with?
0: I'm not gonna say anything. Yes. You no. gotta may, say
2: anything, or you're
1: fired.
0: Okay. May I have some more, please?
1: Oh, look at who does he think he is, Matt he Hardy. He just
2: walked off. He just walked off. Man, Scuba Steve's coming back next week. Wait, what?